Hey everyone, this is Coach Frank Sagasa with Desert Star Academy and I'm joined by Aiden Ashman and Jake Barbino. So they are my co-hosts here on today's podcast. This is just an intro for our new podcast, Second Quarter. Yep, the second quarter is now upon us. And so we have new scholars that are in our class and we're going to go ahead and share their voices with you, the listener. But today we actually have some events that are coming up here on campus. So right now we are continuing to finish up, being that it is hump day, Wednesday, and say it out loud, kid. Okay. Do it, Kaden. <laughs> so, we are finishing this week off. Today is Way Back Win Wednesday, and then tomorrow is Superhero Day. We also have our academic awards ceremony, October 13th, which is tomorrow, 9th hour, 3 p.m. And then we also have a block party, October 13th, that is this week, from 5.30 to 7.30, October 14th. We have Friday school, so don't be late. Please come, and we'll see you guys then. And then October 27th, we have Desert Star Trunk or Treat, 5.30 to 8 p.m. And November 4th and 5th, we have the Shrek the Musical, 6.30 p.m. at Mojave High School Auditorium. Jake? Um, we also have the 8th Annual of Slabo-Rama, on Friday, January 13, 2023, through 5 p.m. through 9 p.m. Also on Saturday, January 14, 2023, through 8 a.m. through 5 p.m. Awesome. We hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. And the topic is college and career. One voice, one goal. This is Coach Frank Sagas, and I'm host. And here are my co-hosts. Jake Barbino. So today's episode, today's podcast is topic college and career day. And we want to welcome all of our listeners, family members, and sharers of our podcast. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. So let's get right into the grit of today's topic, college and career day. It's middle school. Who in the world is thinking about college? Well, we've actually done some surveys here. Just, just in my class alone, I like to do certain surveys. And I don't record them all to, for the whole public or world to see them, but I do like to ask students from time to time, slash scholars, if they're if they're thinking about in college. And I see the array of hands that go up. It's really cool because you get an idea. Now, of course, things will change. We know this as human beings. We're meant to evolve and change every single year, every single day. We're always adding new something new. But the scholars today have ventured off like Jack Sparrow in on an adventure and researching. So they've been using their tablets, their phones, also some computers some technology to see what are some interesting things to look at. That's what a scholar is. They're always researching and finding out new things. But I'm gonna let them share what information they have found after I'm done. But I know that Aiden as well as Jake do plan on going to college. They do plan on furthering their education. And you're gonna hear their voice, and I'm gonna share some of the facts that we found right before we actually push start on today. So Jake, what do you think about college and career day? I know you don't get the opportunity because you're not in eighth grade to go on this trip, but what does it actually mean to you? I mean, going to college is gonna be a real challenge because I know about half of my family goes to college. And based off what I've heard, if I'm if I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna to have to put some hard work into, into it. Like, what do you mean, like building your own college? No, what I mean by hard work is making sure I go to class on time, make sure all the work is done properly, and I put all my effort into it. I like how you use that word time. I'm actually taking a piece of paper and a pencil because I want to write down some of those 
important facts. So yeah, time. Hey, what about yourself? young kid I shared with you guys last year? Oh, the uh, 12 or something year old? 13 year old Elliot? Yeah, 13 year old Elliot who I think got into college early or something and did a lot of studying. I forgot what he did. I think it was like something with tech. Yep, so he went into, he got his bachelor's degree in technology and then he also got a minor in biology. It was psychology, no. Tech, technology, and biology. Those were the two majors that he was, yeah. I know was something about like life and tech yep. as well. And it's pretty cool. And for those that are listening, yeah, he's a 13-year-old. His mom really pushed learning so much on him. He had, of course, I know most people cliche, they automatically think, oh my God, his parents were like, just told, you know, anal about education, education. No, he had free time. He had fr- he had friends. He had, you know, outings where he went and did things, which is really cool. It, you can Google his name. His name is Elliot Tanner. And he graduated from Minnesota University just phenomenal little story you know about uh, that I read to the scholars that are in seventh grade today but they were in sixth grade last year when I read that story and it was one of my favorite stories to share with them because I think storytelling to a student today is so impacting especially if it's a true story it's so impacting not that there's nothing wrong with you know fairy tales and stuff like that but nonetheless I know that genuine stories like that do inspire and do empower other people but we found some facts so one of the facts that we found so far was, well, actually, let me rephrase that. One of the questions that I asked the scholars to look at today is, how much is education? And why is it different between community college and universities? So I want you guys to hear just a little bit about what they had to say when it came to some of those prices. Because some of these prices are truly outrageous. It, it's crazy. So Amelia, what did you find out when it came to prices for universities? Who did one like that? Did anybody find a, a fact on how much it costs to go to community college? Uh, yeah, I kind of found the average cost for most colleges. What are the differences in prices when it comes to universities versus a community college? What did you find out? So, uh, community colleges are around, actually, uh, I see that it's 10000 when it comes to community colleges and universities run out about 11,000. 11,000 per year? Per year. So there's a thousand dollar difference. Would anybody else find anything else as far as price goes? Uh, the average cost for a tuition at any four year institution is around like 19,000. 19,000. For a four year tuition. Actually, out of state tuitions are way more expensive than their- What did you find out? So, out-of-state tuition is about $29,000. Now we're getting somewhere. So $29,000 out-of-state. So if you wanted to go to the NAU, one of our one of our counselor, our new counselor here at Desert Star Academy, Mr. Paul Perkins, again, he went to NAU. So he's in-state. 
anybody that goes to Mojave Community College, and I keep on, I literally, I will continue to press this issue or this concern or this advice to every single scholar that I ever meet. You go to a high school and by your junior year, you start plugging away at going to get dual enrollment. Now, when you graduate at high school, you already have your associate's degree. Maybe like a few more months later after you graduate high school, you'll have your associate's degree. That's two years already buried underneath you, behind you. And then you only have two more years to get your bachelor's degree. Or if you want to go on to finish and get a doctorate or a master's, you got to keep on going. But what is so interesting is that's all in state you can do. And if you do, MCC, Mojave Community College, I believe still, and they could jump on this, this platform and correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't pay anything until you're 18. So you can go to school for free your junior and senior year at Mojave Community College. And you can get free money to go to an in-state university like NAU, ASU, U of A, any one of those schools, even Yuma. Like, opportunities right so i think it's fascinating that our little small community college here offers those type of opportunities for you guys as all students throughout the whole uh area so i think it's cool all right let's get into our next question because the next question was really deep how many undergraduates do we have and amelia expressed as well as a few other scholars expressed these statistics 32 percent of undergrads today in america but we also found out that the dropout rate was Two out of five dropout rates are typically surrounded around money, money. And again, I, I just told you guys like a way that you can pay for school and then a way that you can get through school for free grants. You can do Pell Grants and if you're really good, you go a straight A student all the way through high school and you can get a free college tuition like a student recently just graduated last year. He's going to one of my favorite universities, Notre Dame University, all academics all paid all books paid nothing that's three hundred and eighty thousand dollars his family will never have to pay for that's a lot of money so three hundred eighty thousand dollars is a lot of money to go to university for five years and that's for living books all that stuff okay the other statistic we had here was tech happens to be the highest dropout was that 52 or 32 32, 32. Uh, students slash scholars will drop out in the tech industry. Jake, you wanted to share something? Uh, um, actually, there's many reasons why they can drop out. What's another reason? Uh, either the lack of support or unexpected medical problems that are beyond their control. Hold on, I'm writing this down. You said support. Like, Aiden, what did you have? Uh, on the like mental health problems. I heard that 47% of schizophrenic people drop out of college. Ooh. Almost half of So mental health is absolutely important. I put three yeah. lines underneath that one. Hey, so folks, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back and finish up this podcast. We hope that you enjoy our voices and what we have to share with you. Everyone, after our short little break, we're, again, we're, we're discussing the topic of college and career, and we're jumping into the now the career section. Amelia had something to share. Uh, about 75% of new jobs require a degree, while only 40% of potential applicants have one. Whoa. So 40% only have one. 
That's an undergrad. It goes back to that same number we were looking at earlier. What was it, 47 million? What does that say? 32% undergrads. So they didn't graduate with a bachelor's degree in something. They just went to school, they got an associate. And there's nothing wrong with that, because again, 40% will have just one. You know, it's really interesting. Those are those are really high numbers. I look back in 2017, it was like 68% of students drop out. This was in 2017. 68% of students were dropping out because they did not know exactly where they wanted to go with their degrees, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, and there, and there's like some degrees that just like, you can't really get a job in. I, I forgot what it was called, but it was like, I heard one of my dad's friends, he got these two degrees in like, I think it was a uh, like religious uh, type stuff. Mm -hmm. He can't do anything with it unless like becoming like a pope or something, like doing religious studies or something. And you know, I actually put that in one of my questions for the eighth graders because I created this whole questionnaire for them as they go off into the Career College Expo here in our community. And they've been doing it for a number of years, but I actually asked that question like, what can I do? What kind of degree do I need to get into that field of interest? Because there are going to be career, um, booths there, there are going to be a couple colleges there, so you better ask questions, and that's, so that's why I spent time creating this question here for them, to ask their questions, and that was one of them. Jake? Uh, there's actually many jobs that require a college degree, like medical service manager or registered nurse, uh, physical therapist, but there's actually one that doesn't need a college degree that I was surprised, and that's home health assistant. Home health assistant, like hospice? Uh, I actually don't know whether it's AI. Check it out, Aiden. Uh, which one? Aid, Oh, home health aid, like, uh... So, like a yeah. caretaker? Yeah, like a caretaker. A license. Man, I would say you would definitely need one somehow. Like, you would need to be certified in, like, CPR or... Like, some sort of medical. Some type of medical, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I can understand you. Like, if they that. fall on the stairs, that, like... That's why I was really You'd surprised. be able to quickly, yeah, yeah bandage them up or something. Yeah, like, if something bad happens because of the freak... So, I would almost go to the point of saying, yeah, maybe you don't need a college degree, but you need some type of, like... Like education yeah. or experience, you know what I mean? Stuff. Yeah, and I, I believe there are actually classes at MCC that offer these opportunities. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break here. We'll be back for the last part of our podcast. Hello, I'm your host today, Amelia, and I'm here with my co-host, Carolyn. And the, topic, and the topic today that we're talking about is college and careers. And we're joined here today with Caden, Remy, and Evelyn from the College and Career Day yesterday that they went to. So we can talk to them today about what it was like and what did what did they do there. Yeah, sounds pretty good. So, Kaden, how was your experience, and what did it, what was it like at the college and career day? It was pretty disappointing. When we just got there, we just came right back. We struggled around the buddy a couple of times, and one of our teachers, Mr. Fulton, went in. I don't know what he said in there, but uh, the people at the nursing field house just said it was yesterday, and we this. The whole class was disappointed. They kind of struggled the entire atmosphere. So, what was it like for you, Remy? 
Um, kind of the same thing with me. It was really disappointing because I do like to go to those events that do include college and career. So I do look forward to enhancing my education and looking forward to college. So yes, it was pretty disappointing. What about you, Evelyn? I think it would be fun, but it, it it could be it would probably be very disappointing if that happened to the eighth graders that are coming up next year. So I think you know when I when I look because I talked to my daughter who's at Mojave High School and she unfortunately had this almost the same experience. They actually went late, so they were like thirty minutes late to the whole event, so they didn't get the full exposure of the experience of being there, talking to different businesses and careers. And, few colleges over there so she was a little disappointed when she got home she told me about it but overall i was a little like disappointed it was nice though it was reassuring when i got when i came back that mrs barton apologized for the miscommunication and she's like that's why communication is so important i'm like yeah it really is like trying to teach that to even young leaders like why emailing i pointed out to carolyn yesterday when you're emailing make sure you have a subject like Emailing is so important. I, I can't stand text, and I had to tell my boss this morning, like, hey, I don't have a phone. Like, you can't text me. Uh, that, to me, like, you got to email. I always check my emails every single morning. So, you know, it's something that's desperately needed is checking our emails and a form of communication is very, very important. Otherwise, this mistake would have never happened. But the positive thing in everything is our school is going to get with ASU and MCC and they're going to come over and do a presentation or invite our eighth graders down to Lake Havasu for a field trip and they get to actually see the campus over there which is really really cool. I've been wanting to go over there and do uh, they do kickball tournaments like springtime. I've been wanting to do that for years and haven't had the opportunity to do it but it, it looks like a lot of fun. They changed the whole middle school into a college. It used to be a middle school so it's pretty cool. So Carolyn, I know you've done a lot of research on the topic. Do you want to share some of your research? Yeah, so I don't know if anyone's in eighth grade or like seventh grade or sixth grade has looked at what colleges are best, but I looked over what colleges are best if you want to become a veterinarian, a doctor, um, like have a degree in science, or if you want to become a teacher or go into law or business, but I have looked up the best colleges for them. So does like anyone here have, does? Has anyone in here looked at being a vet or a doctor or having a degree in science or being a teacher or just practicing law and business? I, I have. You have? Which yeah. one? Which one? Law. Law. Yeah. So probably one of the best colleges would be Harvard University. They're very, like most of the best lawyers have come from Harvard, but there are many others like Stanford University, Columbia University, New York University, and Yale. And there's a bunch more, but I only got a few because I didn't want to overwhelm everyone with all of that information. But yeah, there's over like hundreds of thousands of like universities, colleges, and just preparatory colleges. And it's amazing that like some people can get those choices to become a ma have a master's in law or have a degree in business like it's amazing how many schools they have now but they didn't have very much op options like back then yeah i'm sure there was and financial options too yeah sure. a lot of these schools can be very expensive and then 
a lot of families can't afford like $20,000 schools to go to with a $10,000 tuition. Yeah. Well, that's, talk about that's, your benefit. That's a great idea. I actually have uh, a really cool benefit. Okay, all right, so. So, Kaden, how was your experience and what did it, what was it like at the college and career day? It was pretty disappointing because when we just got there, we just came right back. We struggled around the buddy a couple of times and one of our teachers, Mr. Fulton, went in. I don't know what he said in there, but uh, the people at the nursing field house just said it was yesterday and then we hadn't listed. The whole class was disappointed and they kind of just ruined the entire atmosphere. So, what was it like for you, Remy? Um, kind of the same thing with me. It was really disappointing because I do like to go to those events that do include college and career. So I do look forward to enhancing my education and looking forward to college. So yes, it was pretty disappointing. What about you, Evelyn? I think it would be fun, but it, it it could be it would probably be very disappointing if that happened to the eighth graders that are coming up next year. So I think you know when I when I look because I talked to my daughter who's in Mojave High School and she unfortunately had this, almost the same experience. They actually went late, so they were like thirty minutes late to the whole event, so they didn't get the full exposure of the experience of being there, talking to different businesses and careers. And, a few colleges over there, so she was a little disappointed when she got home. She told me about it, but overall, I was a little like disappointed. It was nice though; it was reassuring when I got when I came back and Mrs. Barton apologized for the miscommunication, and she's like, "That's why communication is so important." I'm like, "Yeah, it really is." Like trying to teach that to even young leaders, like why emailing. I pointed out to Carolyn yesterday when you're emailing, make sure you have a subject, like. Emailing is so important. I, I can't stand texting. I had to tell my boss this morning, like, hey, I don't have a phone. Like, you can't text me. Uh, that to me, like, you got to email. I always check my emails every single morning. So, you know, it's something that's desperately needed is checking our emails and a form of communication is very, very important. Otherwise, this mistake would have never happened. But the positive thing in everything is our school is going to get with ASU and MCC, and they're gonna come over and do a presentation or invite our eighth graders down to Lake Havasu for a field trip, and they get to actually see the campus over there, which is really, really cool. I've been wanting to go over there and do, uh, they do kickball tournaments, like springtime. I've been wanting to do that for years and haven't had the opportunity to do it, but it, it looks like a lot of fun. They changed the whole middle school into a college. It used to be a middle school, so it's pretty cool. So Carolyn, I know you've done a lot of research on the topic. Do you want to share some of your research? Yeah, so I don't know if anyone's in eighth grade or like seventh grade or sixth grade has looked at what colleges are best, but I looked over what colleges are best if you want to become a veterinarian, a doctor, um, like have a degree in science, or if you want to become a teacher or go into law or business, but I have looked up the best colleges for them. So does like anyone here have, does? Has anyone in here looked at being a vet or a doctor or having a degree in science or being a teacher or just practicing law and business? I, I have. You have? Which yeah. one? Which one? Law. Law. Yeah. So probably one of the best colleges would be Harvard University. 
they're very like most of the best lawyers have come from Harvard, but there are many others like Stanford University, Colum Columbia University, New York University, and Yale. And there's a bunch more, but I only got a few because I didn't want to overwhelm everyone with all of that information. But yeah, there's over like hundreds of thousands of like universities, colleges, and just preparatory colleges. And it's amazing that like some people can get those choices to become a ma have a master's in law or have a degree in business like it's amazing how many schools they have now but they didn't have very much op options like back then yeah i'm sure there was and financial options too yeah sure. a lot of these schools can be very expensive and then a lot of families can't afford like twenty thousand dollars schools to go to with a ten thousand dollar tuition yeah well, that's, talk about that's, your benefit. that's a great idea. I actually have uh, a really cool benefit. Okay, alright, so. Cool benefit that is called a, or it's called a GI Bill. And basically what it is, is if you're serving in the military, uh, you, when you serve three years, you get 100% of this GI Bill. Basically, the GI Bill is when the military or the government pays for your college. So they pay for your housing while you're in college. They pay for your tuition. They also pay for extra expenses like books and things. And they also pay you to go to college. So not only are they paying you for your college and your house and your housing, and your books and all your other stuff they're also paying you to go and you you have to be three years to get a hundred percent of the gi bill if you if it's under three years uh you usually get percentages of the gi bill but once you make it to six years you can pass on your gi bill to a family member but then you're obligated for four more years in the military depending on what branch you are or yeah, so I just searched it up and it says that military benefits can include the support for college, degrees, testing costs, job training, apprenticeships, and more. And also, if a spouse or a child can use these benefits in certain cases, then they will give like more. If you have a spouse or a child, that means that you have the money for college and they will, they will practically almost support your whole family. So yeah. I have a friend that's a recruiter for the Navy and... Uh, Petty Officer the Duck literally has used up $80,000 for his education. So he's going right now for his doctorate's degree because he wants to become a principal too. So he's already finishing up Navy, 25 years of service, and now he's going to go ahead and go into education, which is very interesting, but all of it's been made for. He has no debt, which is really interesting. It's really cool too. And his kids will have the opportunity because both of his daughters will have the opportunity to go to school and not pay a dime. The GI Bill also covers for trade schools and foreign schools. Yes, so you can go overseas to schools. There are tons of schools like pilot school, foreign schools, like I already said, and trade schools. It's very, really, really cool. Yeah, it is. It very is really nice. And everybody always has that cliche, though, you know, like, if you go in the military, you're going to die. That's like the <laughs> number one cliche that I heard. Like, why would you do that to your kid? Why would you force your kids to, and it's like, I didn't force my kids, I gave them a choice. You can go to college here or you can go to the military. But either one, you're gonna make a decision. 
you're gonna work? Okay, cool, you can live with me for about six months and then you gotta get out. Like, that's how I am. Because it's very important for independence for students and kids today to learn independence early. That way, by the time they hit high school, they're not so concerned and not filled with anxiety or any of that stuff. So it was really interesting. And I know that I've had my run-in with discussion when it comes to you know, parents that say, you know, what's a better choice, going in the military or going to college? And I said, well, depending on, again, your background, some people say serving in the military is, is unsafe and it's not good. And then you go to college and some people say it's unsafe and not good because all kinds of bad things happen even in college campuses. So I don't know, you just gotta pick and choose your battles, what I always thought, you know, and my kids have done it very well themselves. Yeah, it's really nice that militaries do pay for um, people who have been in the military to go to college because it's like giving back to the actual people who served. So if they had 20 plus years in the military and decided they wanted to go back to college and get like a business degree or their doctorate's degree, it's nice that they'll pay for it because it shows how they're respected and how they're thankful that they served their country. Yeah, well, it's the same thing I told you, you know, signing up for the Army Reserves, I have to get a waiver. Who knows how long that's going to take? They said 90 days, but that's a waiver for my age and that's a waiver for my hearing because I can't hear in my left ear. So those are two major waivers that I got to get. If I don't get those two waivers, then I can't join the military. But I like to join the Army Reserves because of my age and it's only two weekends a month. You know, that's not, that's not bad or a weekend a month, plus they pay for my school. It'd be another opportunity to go back to school to get some more education. Yeah, like my dad is still in the military, active duty, and he's still going to college. Like, he's doing college online. He's actually at a trade school right now. Um, but it's cool. really cool, uh, the GI Bill. 